<laughs> what a what a good uh good intro song to what we're gonna talk about. I mean, <laughs> perfect, right? I mean, yeah. So many metaphors here. Mm-hmm. Yep. We have paradise on fire in Hawaii. Yep. We have just a few more verses to add to this song just with everything that's going on with the Trump indictments and the Biden scandals and yeah, what's going on in Ukraine. Yep. What a good song, man. Yeah. Yep. What did this song come out like late eighties, early nineties? Oh yeah. It's gotta be. I just remember being a little kid and just hearing it and just like, this is, it was catchy, even as a little yeah. kid. No idea what he's talking about. Then I get older and realize it's just a bunch of scandals that he's just <laughs> reciting and breaking down. Yeah. Look at that. I mean, just even the imagery. Could you imagine if this video was made today and, that, and seeing that right there? I know. It's a man <clears throat> tied to a tree and it's on fire. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's songs that have less controversy in them and they're absolutely scrutinized. So I can only imagine what would happen with this yeah. one. I know. And we'll get there today, folks. We'll oh, yes, there. we will. Oh, we will. I'm in a fucking mood to talk about that once we get to the end. <laughs> Disclaimer, once we get to the end. You know, it, you know, like it, when you have like one of those moments where you're kind of like just like going along and then something just completely sets you off as if like, you know, like somebody like you have a trip wire out there and somebody just fucking like stepped right through it and it just completely sets you off. That's that that that's me right about now. I was my, my day was going along swimmingly until I just <laughs> started seeing some of that stuff. But like I said, sorry, we'll, we'll get to it at the end. I know I wanted to try to save it at the end, so we will do so right but even with with i mean well i'm getting ahead of myself yeah because we have a way to start off these podcasts we do and with that what do you got there tonight basil Hayden. is that your staple now my staple nice it is for now until it until it runs out and then yeah, same here with my Eagle Rare. And then so. I'll probably go and buy the same exact thing. You can tell mine's a little emptier. So, but let's uh, pour ourselves a, there. Yeah. a healthy dose of a truth serum. But they all get there. They all start at the top and then they work their way to the bottom. Yep. Yes, they do. Salute, my friend. Salute, my friend. Perfect. Yes. Yes, dead air, perfect for a podcast. Anyway, oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, so start with uh, the, the the Trump indictment. We'll start with the Trump indictment. So, a total of ninety one in total now across this all, all of his <laughs> all of his indictments. I mean, it, it, it's funny you see the bullet points on this. Trump is the first and only president to be charged criminally. I mean. Look, I, I, it, it's crazy how this whole thing came about because I feel like I went to bed last night and then woke up this morning and there was a whole grand jury thing. Like, what did they do? Were they up in the middle of the night working on this? You couldn't, you couldn't I, do this? Where, who knows? 
And then I saw some people talking about it today and they were talking about how the news broke during prime time, which is something that you and I have talked about before. Uh-huh. And some of these, some of these press releases for different, different things, not necessarily always related to Trump, but just how some of these stories, they break when, when it's the most opportune time to grab some, some airwaves. But it's, it's insane to me that, you know, it keeps happening. So either Trump, so a lot of these, pretty much all of these indictments started to occur after he announced his presidency. Am I right? Was there any Uh that were before that? So they were all after he announced his presidency. So that means for four years where he was president in his, in his life before, before even entering politics, never been arrested. None of these accusations, he announces his candidacy. There's, there's all the accusations of, of, of sexual misconduct. And then his four years in office where you know, they're just poking fun at him, whatever. He becomes kind of the the, the, the late night fodder, you know, and, and grantedly so, you know, he, he definitely had enough sound bites to, to, to give them with an endless supply of, of jokes. And I get it. But then after his presidency, and not even only after his presidency, he's fine. He's fine for most of his, his you know, his successor's presidency. Until he, enter, until he decides to throw his hat into the ring again. And then all of a sudden, now is when, and either this guy was just one of the best stealth ninjas of hiding all his criminal activity for the majority of his 70 some odd years on this life, uh, of his life. And, and, and now he's just like, he's going off the deep end or there's something more sinister at play. I don't want to be, a, you know, feed into a lot of the, the, the conspiracy thing. But the thing is, is like, I mean, I mean, we're seeing it unfold right before our eyes. It's like one thing right after another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, it's, it's the, the, the timing is impeccable. Let's put it that way. And, and I think we should, we should be pretty transparent in saying that, you know, what we're discussing here isn't exactly a, uh, you know, an endorsement of the guy, Benny Stretch the Imagination. I mean, I'm sick of hearing about this fucking guy, and I wish he would just go away, to be quite honest. But it, it's it's fairly obvious to see where things are going. Now, I, I you know, it sounds bad. So the headline here, Trump faces a total of 91 felony charges across his criminal indictments. Okay, that's that sounds bad. It is bad. <laughs> so what does indictment actually mean? You're being it's brought being, up on charges. It's being you're you're being accused of something. Right. Accused is the big thing. Right. But I feel like we've gotten away from what the idea of being accused is because every time I turn on the news, every time I open a, a paper, it's so and so accused of such and such. I mean but then there's nothing if the person gets cleared, there's nothing that ever makes the news to clear no. them course not I mean, it's just like you know but, and this is what we've always talked about you know you're innocent until proven guilty but yeah. you know when it comes to the court of public opinion so often you're just yeah you're, you're guilty and that's what that's it is. that and and in my in my conspiracy theory on this is that um the the far left and the the establishment in dc and amongst the elitist class um, now, before I, I jump into the conspiracy theory, let me say this. If he's guilty of any of this stuff, then he should certainly be he should certainly be um, 
um, he should be brought to justice. But the exactly. thing is, whatever, is that, whatever that is. Right. But the thing is, is that so now we're opening the door like there's no way that this guy was the one that just all these things. I mean, look, you have you have Hillary Clinton. I didn't mean to jack you right there, but you have Hillary Clinton that's going on this tour of, of quote unquote truth. You know, she's a, finally the truth is coming. Did we not for did we not remember that she went on her little tour after Trump beat her talking about Russian collusion for years? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, she yep. was basically doing not the same thing verbatim, but a, 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 something similar. Yeah. And I um and and that's fine. I mean, I, I've gotten to that point now where where I really have no regard for politicians at all. I could care less about them because I think a lot of them are are just corrupt to the core. There might be a few good ones here and there, but quite possibly I really don't like any of them. Um, and that's fine. I mean, my my opinion on this is that if he's truly found to be guilty of of any of these charges, then let him let him, you know, serve whatever sentence it is for this. But I would also say that that's a good start. So while we're at at that with him. We need to look at all politicians and everything that they do and all the shady shit that they do. That's that's always above the law. And I'm in favor of going after every single politician in Washington that has done something shady like this. I I have no problem with it whatsoever. And I think that's that's the part of it where where some people you kind of understand what their true colors are when they're talking about this. So you'll have a lot of liberals that are, that are very giddy about this because they're, they're trying to keep this guy out of office. I get it. They don't like him. They see him as a threat because quite frankly, it's, it's pretty apparent at this point that Joe Biden is fucking incompetent as is his VP. And if we have another four years of them, we're, we're, we're toast as a country. We are absolutely fucking toast. And I, I, I don't know, like, what uh, what a lot of these a lot of these uh, left wing politicians are thinking with some of the policies that, that they're coming up with, it's it's just it's it's flabbergasting to be quite honest. But I think what these leftists really understand is that Joe Biden doesn't have a, a chance if if Donald Trump becomes the, the the nominee once again for the Republicans. So they're trying anything they possibly can to keep him from taking office whatever they can possibly do legally at this point in time. And they're going to drag these out as long as they possibly could through the election in 2024. I guarantee it. This is nothing yeah. that that's going to happen fast. This is, no, this it, is, this is be orchestrated on purpose because they fear the fact that he will be the Republican nominee and that he'll probably pull a lot of people on the right. And a lot of people that are, that are moderate, moderate uh, or, or whether they're, whether they're uh, independents or even some moderate Democrats that are, are just sick and tired of, of some of the shit that, that, that the left has pulled off. But could you imagine if some of these charges started getting axed as we come closer to the election, how much momentum that's going to build for him on top of what's already built for him? Because I feel like every time there's a new indictment that, that comes into the news headlines, there's more, more Trump, you know, more people going for him. Like it, it just boosts yeah. his his favorability. It's like, it wasn't yeah. like we're, we're in favor of of the bad guy in this movie, right? But the yeah. thing is, is like, so. I mean, we were talking about like him being the biggest threat to to Biden, who was still getting propped up, and 
I think this might segue into to another another topic, but it'll be leaping over another one. I know you wanted to start at a certain point here, but I mean, we've got right now a, a disaster going on in Hawaii right now, mm-hmm. which you know we'll get into. Where's he been? Where, where's I mean, I, I haven't seen him take up any airtime. I haven't seen him make any speeches. I mean, he's like, this is one of our own states. This is not a foreign country. This is, uh-huh. I mean, remember when there was a hurricane destroyed Puerto Rico? And and I, and I, I hate making these comparisons because it really makes it sound like I'm like this big Trump supporter. And, and I'm not, I'm not trying to defend him in this regard because his reaction to the, hur- the hurricane in Puerto Rico was, was disgusting. I mean, throwing out paper towels and toilet paper like he was shooting out of a you know a t-shirt out of a one of those air guns at a <laughs> hockey game so but now you know this is a president that's not even showing up for i mean granted puerto rico is one of our territories but he's not showing up for one of these states which he's going to need votes from yeah right? and, and and hawaii went for him in the last election so i mean that just goes to show i mean Meanwhile, Kamala Harris is, is popping up and she's doing speeches in Seattle, Washington, and she's talking about public transportation. Meanwhile, Seattle's being ravaged by crime in itself. So it seems like there's so much that's being completely out of touch with reality. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's, it's mis- I was going to use the term misaligned, you know, yeah. which. Discordance what? is another one you could use. <laughs> endless but it's like where's where's the line where is it like at what point does a majority of people you know because you're not really seeing this on any any news uh any network they're not really talking about it and it's you wonder why i mean obviously you know why because it paints them in a negative light but i mean shouldn't we be giving the same criticism to regardless whoever the leader is we want to have the best leader it shouldn't matter what letter is next to their 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 name as far as the party affiliation i mean we should have want the best leader the best candidate for the job and and we've gotten so far away from that that we don't even care i mean we had a guy who ran his entire campaign from a basement hardly got out of the house to you know shake hands and and kiss babies well he, he kissed babies for sure but Granted, we were coming out of First a pandemic, and he—he's—he's—he's he's, yeah, he's an older individual, and I understand, you know, the, the level of, you know, just trying to play it safe as far as that goes. But, like, is he disappearing again? And like, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Then he's not making mistakes. He's kind of just letting it play out for for as far as Trump is concerned. I mean, yeah. don't forget we're we're not very far. I think next later on this month we have our first Republican debate, isn't it? I believe I it's believe so. Month. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to start being introduced to some of the candidates that are going to be running against him and you know what? Maybe some of the things that we'll hear, maybe some of the way that some of these debates play out, who knows? It might diminish Trump as a candidate altogether. We don't know. We have to let this play out. But one thing is for certain, you know, it's it's eliminating him from this whole thing or the attempts to prior to to an election cycle is it's dangerous yeah it's dangerous and and the reason i say that and and this is going to sound like a crazy analogy and 
but, but it's to make the announcement. So what I was thinking about earlier, and it was pretty interesting to me, one of the things that the Nazi party did was when they came into power, they eliminated everybody that had opposing views of them. They went into, what was it? It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't the Reichstag because the Reichstag burned. What was this? There's actually footage of them going in and pulling out all these opposing politicians and yanking them out and God knows what happened to them. Yeah. This happened. This is history. This is a historical fact. Mm-hmm. They went in and removed people that, that didn't, didn't align their views with them. What we're seeing a lot in today's, today's society, which is hilarious to me because so often we would see people on the right be accused of being Nazis, right? We've seen that term get thrown around. Yeah. Meanwhile, who's doing the elimination of any opposing view. Yeah, the left. The people that are hurling the insult. Yeah. How dangerous is that? How, how, how just, do you not have that, like, I don't know, I, I don't understand how you could have these views and, and want to refer to history and say history is repeating itself. I mean, Christ, last episode, we wanted to talk about a, a music video that had a 90-year-old church or a 90-year-old courthouse. Uh-huh. But we can't even, we can't go back, not yet that far, and realize that our behavior exhibited is similar to that of basically what became one of the most horrendous regimes in world history. Uh-huh. But it, it, And it's not just that, because now we have different avenues, right? We have social media and people's opinion. If you don't agree with a certain thing, if you're not saying the certain things, if you question things, you get deplatformed, you get censored, you get removed, you get flagged. Yeah. And these and, are the things that are happening today. Yeah. And and if if the country weren't split about as evenly as it is, <clears throat> I think you'd probably see a lot more of that happening. See a lot of people with with more conservative type views being being silenced a hell of a lot more. And probably some even worse things happening. But I think because it's it's about a 50-50 split. I think uh, a lot of it is being held back because there there would be a lot of hell to pay if the, if it was even worse. If it if it got to the point in Nazi Germany, it it would be grounds for a civil war immediately. I would tell you that much. And and uh, unlike the Germans during Nazi Germany, we Americans wouldn't. At least those of us that you know wouldn't stand for that shit. Our reaction would be completely different. Yes, I agree with you. And and part of the reason is because you have these smaller groups that dive into these echo chambers where they only affiliate with people that like and this is this is a product of removing other views from uh-huh. from the table when you're only looking at certain views and those that align with you and you're only only seeing those those ideas reverberate back and that's what you're seeing. So you're under the assumption that everybody must agree with you. And then when you have somebody that missed that, that doesn't agree with you, they're removed. So, you know, like I said, echo chamber. Yeah. But when you take it into a broader spectrum and you, and you remove it, like from, like I used the analogy as the, the, this table idea, but when you expand that table and you see that a majority of people don't necessarily align their ideas with you. I mean, we're seeing this with, with things like, you know, like the Aldine song, right. Mm-hmm. Or, or even this other song that we'll talk about going forward or just, just in general, because look what happened. I mean, we were talking about Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Because she got all the press, because she was the one that was on TV and the people on The View were high-fiving every time her name came up, because you see that, 
people fall into this this idea, this illusion that everybody must feel that way. But when it comes down to it and people are showing up at the polls, you realize that most people don't think that way. Yeah. So like I said, like that term, the silent majority, mm-hmm. I feel like applies in a lot of these instances. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, to, to be, to be fair and not that, not, and again, not that I'm defending Joe Biden by any stretch of the imagination, but um, you know, like the, the outrage of him, not, not being present for the, for the Maui fires and things of that nature. In my, you know, I was talking to my wife about it the other night and she made a good point to like, you know, like what's expected of him personally to do if the correct government agencies are are responding to it the way they should, then, then what else is the president supposed to do? But at the same time, just like with the, with the crisis that was going on at the border, you know, I mean, yeah, ICE was, was doing all the stuff they're supposed to do. The border agents were supposed to do. Was there a lot of, of, of other shit that could have been done? Absolutely. Without a doubt. So it's not like Joe Biden is going to go to the border and, and start, you know, arresting people or putting cuffs on, on people coming through illegally or going to Maui and, and putting out the fires themselves. But the thing is, is that it's more of, it's more of, I don't want to say a PR stunt, but it's almost like you're expected to go and be there as kind of like moral support for the people that are negative, that are negatively affected by this. And again, you're not personally, you're not going to physically do anything while you're there because the the proper authorities and agencies are there taking care of it, but you're expected to be present because as the president of the United States, your primary focus is, should be the, I guess you could say the life, liberty and pursuit of happiness for the American people. So that's your job. The American people are the people that, that you report to. You need to go. You need to go support them in one way or another. Well, listen. I, I don't think anybody's expecting Joe Biden to to para jump into Maui <laughs> with a with a axe and a, a fire extinguisher and try uh-huh. to put this out. And I mean, I don't really think anybody's really expecting him to go to Hawaii. But I think what people are expecting him to do is to be a leader, and that's to just address the American public and say, "Hey, listen, we are standing behind you." Even something as small as that, like, I mean, to, just to make a comparison, remember when Ted Cruz? Remember when he left Texas when there was the ice and the power outages all throughout, the, and everybody gave him shit. And the mm-hmm. same thing, everybody's like, "Well, you know, like he should be there. He should be with all his people." I mean, honestly, like if they knew it was coming, if I knew it was coming and I had resources to get out of there, I probably would have too. So I can't really point fingers and say that. However, I mean, I don't think anybody expected him to be walking around with a blowtorch melting all the ice off of the generator so they can get back (laughs) online. But making an appearance, you know, talking about what's going on. And let's be fair. I mean, I doubt the governor's mansion had any power outages. I mean, I'm sure they have enough generators to keep themselves going there. Yeah. But when you're not there... You know, just as as what's going on here in Hawaii, and you're not talking about it. I mean, like I said, these are our people; these are our citizens. Yeah, I agree. Could you imagine if the, if Trump did that? Oh my God, they'd be talking about how oh, yeah, they're our it's our country, but you know they they have that that American Samoan look to them, so that's why he doesn't like them. Yeah, of course. Like that's exactly where we would go, and it sounds so crazy, but you know that it would. It would yeah. turn into something racist. It's it, like because everything has to be. And this is this is the shit that people are getting sick of. They're getting sick and tired of 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 all this. They 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 just want 
they want the country to function the way it should, as opposed to let's keep it divided as much as we possibly could because we want one party to be in power and the other one not to. That's it's everybody's just is at their tipping point with this, to be quite honest. Yeah, it's just it's 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 irritating beyond belief. It's the same it's, it's enraging, nonsense. to be quite honest. Yeah. 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 But there's people I mean, never, like I said, even with the late night when he was president, you know, even when he's not in office, all this nonsense that he's going through is giving those lovely girls at the view just such comic, a treasure trove of comic just. Uh, jokes on end i don't know yeah and <laughs> at the same time you, you have to consider you have to consider the source of 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 the of, of the uh the the analysis of what's going on with with trump and and all that other stuff from people like from people from the view you have to consider your source of who's giving you analysis and just the the just how how out of touch with reality they are with the average everyday american you're right so you're right you're right. You're right. I mean, you have you have a you have a comedian. You have an an actress. Two, yeah. He, Whoopi yeah. Goldberg was a very accomplished comedian. Yeah. Well, she seems like a, a loser at this point, I guess. But <laughs> but then the Sunny Hosta. What? Who the hell is she? Like, what? What if? She, what has she done besides she, just I just have... bitch about everything? She does, and, and like she's the one I was telling you about when we were talking about the the whole try that in a small town thing going on yeah where she was talking about how her, her father was from savannah georgia and macon georgia and he could tell she she know what it was like and then somebody else that was on the, the dossier over there on, on there on the on the panel and she's like wait he, he was from both places <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, could one you, one personality. Could you tailor was, your story like yeah. to make this fit anymore? And and that's the thing. Like it, it's just it's hard to it's hard to take these people seriously. Like when when you get that extreme and you have to go to such such extreme lengths to to try to make your your part of the story relevant in 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 what's going on or trying to insert yourself into it. Like people just stop listening because they 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 understand the ridiculousness that you're that you're uh that you're portraying on yourself like it, oh, who can take her seriously like i i would never take because... any advice for, from joy behar or from Whoopi goldberg for anything in life even, i can't imagine even why if i even if i was political uh, discourse there yeah even if i was a rising like or if i was like an up-and-coming comedian i wouldn't even take an, any any sort of advice from them they have nothing of substance to offer anybody anywhere in this world it, it just it's it uh, how that show is even still on tv is absolutely beyond me I, it's just I, like I it's, it's just a bitch fest for an hour long of on 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 conservative people and that's really it that's kind of what our podcast is <laughs> yeah i guess we're shitting on the left we do shit on the right every now and then we do we do whenever we get a chance to and we, and we most certainly should <sighs> so did you see any any of the conspiracy theories about the hawaii fires i have not however i, I am seeing uh the latest update says at least 100 people 101 people were killed yeah. in maui's wildfire the governor is saying obviously this is a, a this is a, a tragedy 
I can't imagine being stuck where there's no place to evacuate from. You're stuck yeah. on an, a burning piece of rock in the mid, middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they're saying like they, they've gone through about 32% of the search area. So obviously that 101 number is going to go up significantly as they go through the, the, uh, the other 58% of, of what's going on there. 68%. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's so I, I have not seen how they suspect the original fires to have started. However, I am seeing that it was rather dry, and I do know that this, the it's been spread because of a hurricane that's off the coast, uh-huh. and the winds are helping to accelerate it, and yeah. it's going pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly. Well, one conspiracy theory I saw that was that uh, it was a directed energy weapon from outer space that set the fire in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Outer space, huh? So a laser. A laser. Yeah. Which is not too far-fetched these days, to be quite honest. No, it's not. <laughs> but I doubt that, that that's what it was. But this, that idea, it's just like, I don't know, what, what do we have? Like Martians were out there with a, with a, with magnifying glass and they were trying to burn the ants. <laughs> like, and that happens to be us. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if, if I had a directed energy weapon and I wanted to, you know, ma- cause a major, major catastrophe, natural catastrophe, if you will, is I'd probably do that while winds are, are, are blowing from north to south on the, in, in Canada in the summer, I definitely purposely set wildfires there to see how that would affect the United States. Perhaps in Nova Oh, Scotia. wait a minute. That's happened. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, listen, fires, wildfires have been a thing since the beginning of time. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, from what I saw, there was a, a map that I saw, it was showing uh, that I think there was like three, three main fires, I think that are all kind of jumping around there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I hope, and the thing is, I mean, people would say, like, you know, you're in the middle of the ocean. Can't they just scoop up water and, and drop it? Can you imagine just all the salt? Just, I mean, but at the t- same time, you know, you have lives that are being lost. So, like, what yeah. do you do? Yeah. What do you do? So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, it, I hope... it, could, it could be a lot worse if you, you know, or not dropping, you know, seawater on that is a lot worse than right than, than not doing anything. I hope it pours there. Yeah. Like over the next day. Yeah. That'd be good. It just dumps on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be, it's got to rain there a significant amount, right? I mean, every time yeah. you see pictures, it's, I haven't I mean, been they're, they're in the tropics. So you'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every, everything is green. Everything yeah. is. Well, well, now everything is fucking charred black. Yeah. Well, like gray and just soot. Yeah. Sooty yeah. in color. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I like to, I like to hope they get out of this fairly soon. Yeah, hopefully. So, uh, so you want to talk about the the blind side? Yeah. So this whole Michael Orr, am I saying that right? Orr. Yeah, Orr. 
put in a conservatorship by his blindside family. Experts are calling experts are calling this case troubling and disturbing. Well, maybe if that's the case, if it is right now, these are just assumptions or these are just accusations, right? Yeah. I mean, one thing that we have seen and and, and I guess is actually factual about this whole thing is it was in fact a conservatorship. It was not an adoption. Family has gone on to say that they were informed at the time because he was eighteen that if they're eighteen you can't adopt an yeah. individual that's 18 years of age turn, you know, come to find out. I mean, of course, because all this Monday morning quarterbacking, no pun intended, investigative journalism would say that, no, you can't, uh, or you, you, yes, you can in fact adopt yeah. a child that's 18 years old. The thing is, is like, you know, this, this whole thing, it's, it's as if, you know, when he was adopted, it was this like, oh, he's 100% going to make it. He's 100% going to make it into the NFL. We are 100% going to be able to tell this story and put it into a movie and make $300 million off of it. I mean, if you're able to see that and predict that, you should be killing it on DraftKings. Yeah, or in the stock market. Any of those. I mean... I'm really curious to know how much, I mean, because if, if the idea is that they were his current, they were his conservators, they're basically in charge of all his financial decisions. And if they're siphoning money from them, then I really see a problem with it, of course. Mm-hmm. But if, it, if this whole thing is just stemming from a movie, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I I thought it was a great movie. I, mean, I haven't seen it in years, but I remember when I did see it, I thought it was a good movie. I didn't see in it. In fairness, I, I saw the movie was great. That being said, I had no idea who this guy was. And at yeah. the time, I loved I loved football. I would, you know, I knew all sorts of players. Didn't know who this guy was. Yeah. Apparently he had a he had a lengthy career in the NFL. I mean, you take eight a beating in, in in was it eight years? Yeah, eight years. Most so of eight five years, years with uh Five years with the Baltimore Ravens, and he won a Super Bowl too. Fortunately, it was against it was against the 49ers, which was my team. But then he spent a year with, I think, the Cardinals, and then two years with the Carolina Panthers, if I remember correctly. Okay. Yeah. So eight years. So yeah. I can't imagine he would have been out – in the NFL much past. I mean, what's the average age somebody goes into the NFL if they play four years of college? 22. 23, 22, 23. Yeah. So you figure he's out of the NFL by the age of 30, 31. Uh Even playing it, you know, we'll we'll be generous, say 32. He's 37 now. So where did these last five years go? So all this time he's played an entire career, last five years. And I'm not to say that, you know, maybe, maybe there was something unjust, but why now? Why now are we talking about it? Why now is it when, when he, he's, he's going to the media and and publishing all these accusations and and making these accusations? I mean, I'm not saying that there's, there's no truth to it, but it's just, it's, it's bizarre timing to me. Yeah. It's bizarre timing timing to me. And, and then I stumbled. It, it just it seems like the the family overall didn't like didn't make like a huge sum of money off of the off the movie or anything like that um and I think he got some of it too as far as I know in you would terms like to of think what, that he what I've did, been reading right? how is he 
How is he not going to get paid or compensated for a story that he's a part of? It all depends on on how all the legal paperwork is written up for something like that for yeah, for royalties. Right. Yeah, yeah. It all I mean, it all depends. But um, I mean the, the I, I I don't know. I think it's it's. Uh, I mean, if the if the if the family really did did you know leech off of this story for themselves that's a pretty shitty thing to do and not give him anything for it. Um, but at the same time, the family was already, they were already rich as it was. I think they were worth like $200 million. So this, this would have been like a drop in the bucket for them. It, it, it wouldn't have made anything more for them from the movie, unless like, you know, they had, they had book deals and all this other stuff. Then it's that, then, you know, obviously then you're, you're, you're kind of milking it a little bit at that, at that point. But, um, but I mean, it's not like he's poor and on the streets. He, he made, I forgot what, what they were paying him. Uh, but he's, he's a millionaire himself from the NFL and not that, not that he should walk away and say, oh, you know what? Well, let them keep everything. And I, I don't need anything because I'm rich. He most certainly could have done that. But if, if truly the family did screw him over with something like this, then yeah, I think he has every right, but it just seems like it's. It just doesn't seem right. It just seems like the the seems like all of a sudden, like he just got some. And and actually, the article that I'm I'm looking at on Fox Sports Radio said that he was dropped by many lawyers over the past couple of years for this particular case. And the the family's lawyer said that they he finally found an enabler that would that would try to go through with this court case for him. So I, it just doesn't sound like he has. It doesn't sound like the ball's in his court. Let's put it that well, way. Well, I mean, if this article that I, I've actually stumbled through a couple different articles, and they all seem to say the same thing, and it's it's that it seems like this whole thing is just over the fact that it's a conservative ship. And meanwhile, the I'm not really sure of the pronunciation of the toys. Tuohies, I guess, or Tuohies. Yeah, or toys. Yeah, I don't toys. Know. I don't. Toys, know. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. <laughs> I mean, they're saying that they're willing to end the conservatorship. I mean, the the, the father in, in this in this family is he's saying, of course, when he was asked by the Daily Memphian uh, if they will end the legal chokehold. I love the fact that they say it's a legal chokehold. I mean, I think he's done pretty well for himself. Yeah, but he's like, I, I want whatever he wants. It's upsetting, but it's life. What are you going to do? Certain people will believe us, and certain people won't. I mean, it seems like he's got a pretty rational take on the whole thing. But to this point, so how much money did the family make off the film? Blindside grossed more than $300 million at the box office. However, the family claims they didn't earn any royalties. We didn't make any money off the movie, Sean, to, they didn't told the local newspaper. Well, Michael Lewis, the author of the book, The Blindside, gave us half of his share. Everybody in the family got an equal share, including Michael, which was about 14000 each. Apparently, I mean, this family is, is very wealthy family. Uh, Sean saying that his fortune reportedly worth more than $200 million mm -hmm. is due to his investments in fast food franchises. It's been well documented how much he sold his company in for six separate transactions. So obviously, if, if they're transactions, they're going to be able to to look into it. I mean, if, if, if they're investigative journalism, if they want to keep digging. But I mean, that's all public information. Yeah. Yep. And that's a, and I, I mean, from a legal standpoint, I don't, I don't know like what kind of, you know, how much water 
um, a petition, a court petition holds versus like a lawsuit or something like that. So, but it just doesn't, it sounds like it's almost like a, like a desperate move. And again, uh, what the hell do I know about this? But it just sounds like a bit of a desperate move where some, some parasitic lawyer thinks that there's an opportunity here for this guy to get some money from the movie itself or from right. the story. And then, you know, obviously the, the lawyer gets his cut as well. So it sounds like it's going to find out that he's not really getting anything. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I think one of the one of the issues is is the court of public opinion. I mean, that's that's really what all this comes down to, and and to try to drag somebody's name through the mud, even though you know legally speaking, there's nothing that that comes of it. That that the you know these these people are are uh, are acquitted over time, or are basically found to have done no no wrong. So I don't know. It's it that that that's what things are coming down to nowadays is dragging people through the court of public opinion, right? And what happens on the other side doesn't matter. Yep, doesn't matter. And now yep. th- this song, I hadn't heard of this song or this person until you sent it to me. And apparently, really? this whole thing is viral. Yeah, it is. And what we're talking about is rich men of North Richmond. Oliver Anthony is the the artist. And apparently this is the latest song to cause an uproar in a, in a apparently is ultra divisive, even though after listening to it just one time so far, I feel like it's something that should resonate with both sides. Prior to the song, he even goes on record as to say he's somebody that views himself as somewhat of a centrist. He doesn't like to align himself with either. He's kind of a middle of the road guy. And, you know, some of the things that he says in the song, I would take his word for it. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I first time. So I remember like seeing like, you know, like going through TikTok, you could you see like. You, you see like that, that YouTube video he has of him singing and like, I just kind of didn't pay any attention. I was like, then one day I was like, you know what, just for shits and giggles, let me let me listen to the song. And I listened to the full thing and I was like, Wow. And I'm, I mean, it's, it's definitely got, you know, a country themed genre to it, if you will. And oh, I'm it's not really, as hell. oh, absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not a country guy by any stretch of the imagination. It's a guy with a beard singing on a banjo in the middle of the woods. That dude's yeah. country as fuck. Yeah. Without a doubt. But I mean, the first time I heard the song. I absolutely fell in love with it. It's a great song and it's got, it's got a great message to it. And I think it, it, you're right. It it speaks to every single person in the middle class or people in the, you know, lower middle class or even lower class, if you will. I mean, you're working your ass off constantly and you get nothing, but you get the shit taxed out of you by our federal government and other government officials that just basically take our money and 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 use it for 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 things that they shouldn't be using it for. I I mean if 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 that doesn't resonate with you, if that doesn't hit your soul, I don't know what will. I mean I I've I've been going through like you know just for this conversation that we're having right now right before we we got on and we started recording, I was going through like uh, reaction videos on 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 TikTok of this. And people from from all walks of life, like, you know, just commenting on it and stuff like that and just saying, like, you know, this this hits this hits the average American. 
because it, we all wonder the same and and what and what these politicians do with our money. I mean, obviously, the rich rich men north of Richmond refers to Washington D.C. If you look on a map, Washington D.C. is about two hours north of Richmond. So that's what he's referring to: is the politicians of Washington D.C. that are just abusing all of us with the, with taxes and total control of everything and and every and, and stuff like that. So I, as I said, I, I was watching a lot of reaction videos, and and with the exception of one woman who who had a negative view of the song, everybody else was like, "This song hits you hard, no matter who you are." Um, here in the United States. And then I started seeing comments from people from around the world, from Canada, from UK, from Australia. And and everybody feels it because as the average person, no matter where the hell you are in the world, you're constantly being abused by, by your government officials. And especially from a taxation perspective. This is what the guy talks about. He's like, you know, you, you go to work, you work your ass off, you, you do a lot of hours, only for for most of your paycheck to basically be taken away in taxes, right? And then on top of that, the the aggravating thing about it is that you know we we live we live in this you know talking specifically about the United States we have so so many riches, yet there's people that are that are that that go hungry. I mean there's 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 still a, a hunger crisis in this country, which is absolutely beyond me in this day and age. Why is that the case? Yeah, we have money to send to, you know, we have billions and hundreds of billions of dollars that we could send to Ukraine in a in, in the on the drop of a hat. And then we have our own countrymen in, in Hawaii where we're giving them what seven hundred dollars? I mean, they've lost everything. You can't right. buy everything back with seven hundred dollars. Now, I'm sure there's a lot more to that and stuff like that, especially with you know, with government aid from FEMA and stuff like that. But it's it's almost like a slap in the face. So we could send over, you know hundreds of millions of dollars worth of fighter jets to Ukraine. But God forbid we spend a little extra money for our own citizens over here. It's 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 fascinating. And Agreed. it's so irritating for everybody. Agreed. Agreed. And that's a conversation that you and I've had before. You know, when you start to see the money going over to Ukraine for all the military equipment and, and aid. Um, it's hard. It's really hard. And it made me take a look at myself because for a long time I was somebody that was like, you know what? I, I think that, you know, kind of like that, like lift yourself up by the bootstraps kind of mentality, you know, and, and it came from everything. And like, even like, I probably at one point, I probably thought that, you know, it should be a parent's responsibility to feed their kids when they go to school. And maybe part of me thinks that too, whatever. I don't know. But it's, it's irrelevant because when I see that we're able to buy, like you said, these fighter jets and these missiles and drones and, and ammunition and firearms that we're sending over there, all the money that goes to that, why can't we feed our own children? Mm -hmm. Why can't we? You know, you look at something, and I, I, and I know you have your opinions, and we've 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 talked about this before, and just like nationalized healthcare, and I think uh, maybe maybe because maybe maybe with the amount of urgent cares that we have popping up all over the place, maybe it could help to some degree. But there should be something that you know. I don't think that United States citizens should ever have to worry about going bankrupt because they got sick. Mm -hmm because they had an illness. I don't think yeah. that they should. And if it costs you know one less 
Tomahawk missile that we send over there for $2 million to provide medical service for five United States citizens, probably more, uh-huh. and then I think it's it's worth it. And these are the things we have to start putting our resources to our own because we're the ones that are paying for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, there, there's a way that there's a way that that things can be done where, I mean, especially in this country with the resources that we have and, and just the ingenuity that we have. Yeah. Can we do universal health care for everybody? Yeah. I mean, uh, we, we certain there's <laughs> ideally you certainly could, but unfortunately our, our government is so inept and completely incompetent that they would fuck that up in a heartbeat. I mean, they have. Yeah, because they'd be too bored to trying to skim off the top, just like they're skimming exactly. off the top when it goes everywhere else. Exactly. Well, just just take a look at Medicare and Medicaid. <laughs> those those government provided insurances, well, you know, from centers of Medicare and Medicaid services or CMS, they're the reason why hospitals are closing left and right. They're the reason why hospital, smaller hospitals are being absorbed by larger systems. I, I mean, there, you have monopolies that are forming left and right in healthcare throughout the United States because small community hospitals can't survive on their own. They they just can't. For for the cost of care that it that it is to, to take care of people, and the reimbursement that you get back from their from the insurance from insurance payments, if the people have insurance, is it, there there's there's a complete discordance between the two. And you can't run a business that way. If you're constantly running in the red, you can't function as a business. And that that's exactly what a hospital is. So, yeah, can we do universal healthcare? Yeah. Only if the people that are running it were actually competent. And we we haven't experienced anybody right now that is competent enough to, to run it the way it should it should happen. But you're right. I mean, if if we have so much money to send overseas for wars. And for other shit like that, why can't we just use it here on our own citizens? Just doesn't make any sense. But that's even something that he touched on prior to releasing the song, where he was talking about how, you know, in 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 explaining his central or centrist ideals, where he was talking about, I remember as a kid the conservatives yeah. wanting war and me not understanding that. And I remember a lot of controversies when the left took office and it seems like, you know, both sides serve the same master and that master is not someone mm-hmm. anytime any good for the people in this country. Yep. But I think it's it, like he's going on record as saying that like, you know, he, he feels that both sides, you know, they, they serve the same master, which yeah. is basically is, is talking about it being is in the middle as possible, you know, and, and, even in some of the songs topics, you know, not only just about the taxes, but also, you know, talking about how it wish the politicians would care about the miners and not just the miners on some island. He's referring to the miners because he's somebody that's from Virginia and where there's 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 these there's miners that are basically the backbone providing you know, resources that we need to provide electricity. I mean, a lot of people don't even realize that, you know, where does a lot of electricity come from? Because we're coal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, and now uh, he, he also, funny. he also refers to, so refers to how we have, we have people on the streets with nothing to eat. Yet the obese are, are milking welfare. And uh, yeah. the, the videos, the videos I saw that really made my fucking blood boil 
is is that he's punching down on on obese people or those that that are on welfare. Right, that's what you got from that. He's talking about people that are taking advantage of it. Exactly, talking about people that are on it. I mean, listen, like people, people need a little help once in a while in their life, but they, they, it's just used. It's supposed to be used as a crutch to get back on your feet. It's not supposed to be something that you're you're becoming fat cat over, and that's what he's talking about. Yeah, exactly. And and again, the song is rich men north of Richmond, and what he's what his grievance is the government that keeps fueling this fire of people who abuse the system. They abuse the system because it's so easy to do it because our politicians set it up that way. Yeah. So again, right. again, you, if you, if you're it, the, the, the app, the, the part that I get really fucking pissed off about this is when, when these people, these, these people that are, are analyzing the song and saying, Oh, he's punching down on obese people. You're missing the point that he's trying to make. And in, 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 and he says in in the song he says for people like me and people like you he's not he's not saying you know oh just people like me from the country or or just like people on the right he's it's he's talking about everybody he's talking about everybody from the middle class and how we're being abused by our federal government mm-hmm. and how our federal government there's no checks and balances with it and they just keep taking money that 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 they're siphoning off of us as a right. class here in the United States and, and right. giving it to people who are abusing the system. Right. You're right. And I, if, if you can't get that concept through your head, you are part of the problem. It's that well, the crazy thing is, is, you know, I mean, it, it's becoming this, this partisan song, right. And they're saying that the right is latching, is latching onto it and the left, not so much, but There's nothing you know, partisan we're, about the song. I, when it's... we're talking about grievances, like you just mentioned, and that's that, like, you know, the fat cat skimming off the top, taking all of our taxes. Yeah. What were we once? Wasn't there something like a movement not too long ago in the distant past where people in New York city, possibly a street called wall street, and there was an Occupy movement. Wasn't mm-hmm. it a more progressive movement? Mm-hmm. But what, what was that? Or am I am I dreaming things? Is that like something? Yeah. Like we had the, the the Occupy movement that was by progressives that was against people, the rich people, right? Mm-hmm. Tax the rich. Didn't didn't a certain didn't a certain representative from New York? Didn't she go to some ball, a, a gala perhaps, wearing uh, a designer dress that that said eat the rich yeah didn't that happen yep i feel like that person is kind of like a that that person is like the the pride and joy for progressives i feel like but yet Mm -hmm. when she said something like that i mean she was championed and this this kid that's coming from looks like nothing they said that he lives off the grid with his three dogs so i can't imagine it but i mean he's he's talking about struggles that a lot of americans go through yeah He's talking about it, and all of a sudden, the left is like, well, you know, he's making fun of fat people. Well, maybe the fat people should buy more nutritious food with their welfare money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said it. And that, That's it, a, I mean, it's Bill Burbitt when he was talking about, like, he's like, people that can't afford to eat healthy. He's like, do you ever go to a grocery store? It's like 88 cents for a head of lettuce. <laughs> like, they're giving it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's very true. I mean, and and that's that that is abuse of a system. And I, if you're if you're not going to educate yourself on what is a more nutrition diet, then then you're part of the problem. I'm sorry. I'm. It's not hard. It's not hard to educate yourself in today's day and age. It, it really isn't. 
I mean, people people will spend a thousand dollars for a fucking cell phone, but won't use it to actually to to increase their, their knowledge base. What they do is that they they go on on certain things that that are completely mind numbing, and they they do absolutely nothing with their intellect whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You can you can go on the internet and learn about nutrition content of food. It's not that hard. It's not that There's hard to free do. apps for it. Exactly. So, so yeah, I mean, if, if he was literally talking about that, then yes, he's, I, I, I agree with him as well. There's people that are, that abuse the system because of that. And they, they do absolutely nothing to improve their own conditions. And that's fucking irritating. It is absolutely irritating to somebody like me. And then people say, oh, well, you know, there's some certain areas of the country. They don't have opportunity and blah, blah, blah. Then you get up and fucking move. Okay, because if you're not doing that, then it doesn't hurt that much. It doesn't hurt enough for you to to pick up and move like, oh, well, then you have to leave your home. You know what? Millions of immigrants do that every fucking year. They leave their own home country. Exactly. They leave their own home country. We talk about this all the time. Yeah. People cross oceans oceans to get away from the living conditions that they had to come here for something better and they don't ask for a fucking handout they come here and they work their asses off so i I don't want to hear anything i don't want to hear anything about about oh people are poor and they can't do anything no you 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 do something about it the reason why you don't is because it doesn't hurt enough for you because if it did you'd get up and move your ass i'm sorry do you think the women's national soccer team is really just an anti-tourist, anti-immigration ad? What do you mean by that? Because they're always telling people how shitty of a country America is. They're always protesting it. <laughs> Could be. They're trying to tell people not to come here. Maybe. Can't up the, they're, they're representing the country on a world stage. The national anthem's playing. They take a knee. Mm-hmm. Talking about how oppressed we are over here. Yeah. Yeah, how 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 awful the the country is to them. Talking about how bad of a country this is. Yeah. And she shanks one Rapino, you shank one into the 15th row and you walk away laughing, you dumb dumb. Yeah. It, 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 like it, the 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 poetic justice on that it couldn't be any more perfect to be quite honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> When I saw that, I, I mean, it's and it's it's so bad to say and so bad to think about that, to say that you actually rooted against your own country's team like that. It, it's awful. It is absolutely awful. But when you see who is representing that team. Uh, it, it's, it's almost like good. I'm glad that happened. Thank God that's over. <sighs> God. Now she, she, I'm sure ESPN will pick her up so she can do comment. You know, she could be a commentator, probably even for the for the World Cup for the for the men. I, I, and I just, I can't, I can't tolerate with that. To be honest, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably stop watching soccer if that's the case, or I'll, I'll just pick up like a streaming Italian channel and just listen to everything how in much, Italian. How much women's soccer do you watch? 
Um, I didn't watch any of this women's world. I watched a little bit here. Not and there. A, it's like I would turn it on like background and like fall I, asleep. I, I watched the highlight of of her kicking kicking the ball over the over the goal. It's crazy because she's taking really the most attention for it. And I think the the kicker right after the penalty kicker right after punted it wide too. Mm. So there's like two in a row. But she's the one that's taking all the heat. Yeah. But this is the thing. You want to wear it. You want to wear the whole thing. You want all the attention brought to yourself when that shit goes sour. You're the yep. one that everyone's going to look at. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. You You want the negative attention? You got it. So that's that. Hopefully we never have to see that dude playing soccer anymore. <laughs> that's <laughs> not nice. Did you say that they were like walking in to the game and they're like dress good, feel good, play good. They got these blazers on and these like sunglasses. She looked like she was like these like orange glasses, like she was a movie star. I don't know. I don't even know what kind of movie star that would be. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Mm. That's all I got, man. Uh, and any anything else, and I probably have to drink a little more tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sir. Looking forward to the next one. Absolutely. Peace out, Ladies everybody. Peace. We're gonna leave you with the sounds of Oliver Anthony. Absolutely. Richmond, north of Richmond. In case you haven't heard it yet. Great song. Look out for miners, and not just miners on an island somewhere. Lord, we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the whole beast milking welfare. God, if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge drowns. Young men are putting themselves six feet in the ground, because all this damn country does is keep on kicking them down. Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is.